Hello and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. My name is Frances McGill and I'm a body confidence coach. I help women break free from diet culture, find food freedom and feel confident and amazing in their own body. I truly believe that we can take care of our bodies without restriction and learn to love ourselves through getting in touch with our body, listening to it and most importantly trusting it. Each episode of the podcast explores finding your confidence through health to help you live a healthy and happy life without having to give up your life. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day and thank you so much for being here. I was just thinking that it feels like a while since I've done a podcast episode, but it was actually just last week. So I think it's just because I've been having a really busy week that it feels like much longer. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why my week has been so busy. I've been talking about it for a while, but this week I have actually been doing my food freedom experience five day free challenge. I've been doing it over on Facebook and so far I know we're only halfway through but it has been amazing. It has been amazing to connect with a group of people who want the same thing, they want to break free of restriction and diet culture and just live their lives healthily and happily without having to think about food all of the time and it's been amazing to be able to guide them through that experience so they find those starting steps to enjoy for the rest of their life. Now if you are interested in the food freedom experience I know we're halfway through but I would be happy for you to join play a little catch up and see what it's all about the link is still in the show notes of this episode it's over on Facebook and you are more than welcome If you are still on the fence though, I'm going to talk a little bit about the group and food freedom in general and just how you can break free from diets today. So what can you do to take those first steps and move away from diet culture and start enjoying your life free of that restriction? So the five day free challenge. Every single day I am giving people a task that is going to help them to move away from diet culture. So these range from mindset tasks, thinking about their current feelings around food and food freedom and sort of reframing those from a negative thought to a more positive thought. And then we look at how we can start listening to our bodies because I've said this so many times, but our bodies know what we need. We just have to learn to listen to them again. It's almost as if our body speaks a different language to us now because over the years we've ignored it and we've stopped listening to cues and as a result when some our body tries to tell us something we don't always understand it. We don't always realize that what they're actually your body is actually telling you is they need food or they need more nutrients or they need something specific. We're out of tune with our bodies because we've been trying to trick it for so long to move away from that set point where it's comfortable to losing lots of weight and fitting an aesthetic. So it's all about stopping thinking about how we look and starting to think about how we feel. So every day in the food freedom experience, there is a task that people can work through. It's going to open up some feelings about food. It's going to 
reframe the way that people think about certain things and work towards getting in touch with their bodies. Now on Friday, Friday is a very exciting day because that is the day where we're going to experience food freedom. So everything we talk about throughout the week, uh, in the tasks, uh, in the lives, in the ask me anything posts, all of those things will lead to that Friday where the participants or the people in the group can put into practice those tips and tricks and they can actually experience food freedom for that day. So even if you're not interested in food freedom and you're quite happy to track your calories and track your macros and weigh your food, even if you're happy in that routine, it's I think it would be quite interesting just to see how it would feel to step away for it, from it for one day. Even if then you thought, well, maybe one day a week I will do food freedom just to release a little bit of that restriction. So if you are interested, as I said, you are more than welcome. Now, the reason that the food freedom experience is such, such an important thing to me is because when I worked with clients, I, I work as a PT, and when I worked with clients at the beginning of the year, a lot of them were really, really confused about what they should be eating. And a lot of them had tried different types of diets. Obviously, they hadn't worked, they hadn't got them to the place that they wanted to be physically or mentally, and they couldn't maintain it. And it just seemed so sad. And from my personal experience as well, having been part of those diets, it was so sad to see people so consumed by what they had to eat. When food actually is just fuel, food keeps us alive. We have to eat it, but it shouldn't be the main thing in our lives. It, it's part of our lives and we can enjoy it in a social way, but people were getting obsessed with how much they'd eaten. Could they fit in their next meal? They weren't that hungry, but on their diet plan, it said they had to get 120 grams of protein a day and they hadn't hit it. And it just brought stress after stress with people thinking they had to follow these strict food rules. And that just isn't the case. You don't have to follow strict rules because your body knows what you need. Even if we're not quite in tune with it anymore and we might not really understand what our body's trying to tell us right now, there are ways you can move back towards that. A baby knows how much it wants to eat. It cries when it's hungry and it stops when it's full. We have the innate ability to know when we are hungry and to eat until we are full. Our body tracks for us. You don't need my fitness pal. You don't need a tracker. You don't need to weigh your food because your body knows what you need. And it's just about listening to it again and getting back in touch with it and, and recognising what it's trying to say. And a lot of the time we are ignoring those things. We're ignoring what our body is trying to say. So the main point of this challenge is just to open people's eyes to the possibility of food freedom and help them get started and help them think about the reasons behind their restriction and the reasons behind them feeling like they have to restrict, um, the reasons behind their food feelings and why they think certain things about certain foods. And a lot of the time we'll find that most of our beliefs come from society it comes from that diet culture that seems to be ingrained in absolutely everything. 
um, and people, it, it's difficult because those ideas have been reinforced over and over again throughout the years. Things like foods are good and bad. There are no good and bad foods. Food is just food. It's just fuel. And no, I'm not saying that every food is nutritionally equivalent. Okay, I am fully aware that foods have different nutritional properties and your body will react differently to different foods. But what I'm saying is that doesn't make them good or bad. There is no morality behind it. And if we have a basic knowledge about nutritional uh, nutritional information around different foods, then yeah, it can help us make an informed decision. But it doesn't mean that if we choose the less nutritionally dense food, that we are eating a bad food. It just means we've chosen the less nutritionally dense food. We need to move away from these words that are being thrown around, mostly for the for the sake of money, for the sake of selling a diet plan or <laughs> a lifestyle. Now, just as a side note, if you ever see a diet that is claiming to be a lifestyle, it is still a diet. That is one of the most common ways that diet culture tries to hide what it actually is. <clears throat> a lifestyle isn't something that revolves completely around food. Okay, a lifestyle is about living your life and being able to do what you want and encompassing every part of your life. So if your lifestyle is something that has a list of rules, however easy to follow or however small a list it is, it is not a lifestyle. It is actually just a diet. Okay, your lifestyle isn't just about food. And that's what food freedom's really about. People worry that they're going to lose control, but it's actually about taking back that control and stopping listening to people telling you what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing. Getting back in touch with that machine that knows exactly what you need, your body. It knows what you need and everybody is individual, so you don't need to be listening to all the all the rubbish, all the noise around what is best for you because you know what is best for you. You need to trust yourself that you know what's best for you and you need to take back control from diet culture and from restriction to be able to focus on more important things. You don't need to think about food every minute of every day, checking your plans, making sure you're hitting macros or you're hitting your calories or not going over your calories. All you need to do is listen to your body. And that's what food freedom's about. It's about making food a part of your life that you enjoy, but not something that you are so focused on and distracted by every minute of every day. So that's basically what the group is about. And the reason that I chose to do food freedom, because actually when I coach people, my coaching programme is confidence through health. It's not just about food. It's mostly about gaining confidence. And it seems a bit weird that then my free group would be focusing on food freedom. But as I just said, you're taking back control. You're accepting responsibility for yourself and for your life and for your health, which is big. It's huge. And it is amazing for your confidence because you're making those decisions for yourself and you know what's right for you. So building on your health and making yourself feel good is in turn going to build that confidence. 
So food freedom is a part of what I coach. It's not all of it. It is just a part. When I coach people, it is all about what they particularly need in order to build their confidence through health. Some people, well, a lot of people need the food freedom aspect, which is probably why I gravitated towards it. Some people need help in choosing intuitive movement. They don't want to exercise because in their head, exercise means aerobics classes or going to the gym when actually they just love dancing or they just love swimming or they just want to go hiking. So I coach intuitive movement as well. And also just delving into that mindset. So looking at why people feel a certain way, why their confidence is low and what they can do to move forward from that. But food freedom is the one thing that everyone seems to to struggle with because diet culture has been so ingrained within our society for hundreds of years. And people struggle with the idea that you can build your confidence when you're not striving for a specific aesthetic. So people feel like if they embrace food freedom, it means they're going to fall off that diet. It means that they're going to gain loads of weight. Then how could their confidence possibly grow? But that's missing the point of confidence. Confidence comes from within. Changing your body isn't immediately going to build your confidence if you don't love your body already, if you don't appreciate what your body can do for you. And that's why it's so linked to confidence, food freedom, taking back that control and acknowledging that actually those beliefs that you currently have maybe are not true, maybe have just been reinforced over the years through through society and through social media, through diet culture. So I'm just going to go through one task that I have done within my group because I want you to be able to start your journey of food freedom, even if you're not confident enough to join the group yet, even if you're on the fence and you're thinking you're not sure about it. I'm just going to go through the reframe activity that we did on day one. So this is a good starting point because a lot of people aren't even particularly aware that they are having negative thoughts about food. Now, some some negative thoughts are fairly obvious. So we've talked about good and bad. So if you're thinking, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that or um, carbs are bad or I shouldn't eat after 7pm. So you've got these negative thoughts around food. They are affecting your life negatively. They're quite easy. But then there are the subtle negativities. So things like, oh, I was really good last week. Well, if you were really good last week, that implies that there's a possibility of being bad, which again assigns morality to food. Other things include, um, I'm having a cheat meal. Well, cheat is inherently a bad word. Okay, so if you're having a cheat meal, even though in your head you might be thinking, this is me uh, not having as much restriction, this is me allowing myself something, even if you feel like that, actually you're telling yourself that those foods that you are choosing to have are bad and you are cheating on your diet, which it's not a test, you've chosen to do it, you don't have to, you don't have to do it perfectly, there's no pass or fail, but people use this word cheat meal and feel like it's a positive thing. I digress. So you think for your reframe activity, you want to think about all of the thoughts you have associated with food. So it might be things like carbs are bad. It might be, um, oh, I, I can't eat after a certain time. It might be I have to have 
breakfast as soon as I wake up, even if I'm not hungry. It can be anything, those feelings around food and even feelings around food freedom. And then we want to reframe them. So the reframe is taking a positive perspective on what you are thinking. So it might be that when you think carbs are bad, your positive reframe would be carbs are necessary for energy. Or even carbs are not bad. It can be as simple as that. You want to replace the negative thought with a positive. Now, I know what you're thinking. And believe me, a lot of people in the group were thinking this too before I went live on that first night. It's all well and good me writing it down, Fran, but that doesn't mean I believe it. Now, it's going to take more than just writing down that new thought to change it within you and for you to internalise it. Because actually the current belief has been supported and reinforced for years and years and years through society, through diet culture, through social media, through celebrities, TV programmes, films, through everything. So you have a lot of evidence that that is in fact true. So what you want to do is looking at that first, your current negative thought, why do you think it's true? What has supported that in the past? So why do you believe that? And when you start delving into it and seeing that, oh, well, actually, I believe it because I saw it in a film or actually, I believe it because I read it in a magazine. That's when we can start thinking, does that mean it's true or does that mean it's been information that has been fed to me and I have then internalised it? You might even go as far with this as to think about your earliest memories or experiences around that particular um, negative thought. So sticking with that carbs are bad. Maybe your mum was on a low carb diet um, when you were younger and, and you distinctly remember her avoiding all carbs and you were eating chips and she had a salad and and that stuck with you. So looking at all the things that have reinforced that original negative belief, looking at your earliest experiences and, and memories of it, next you want to look at all the evidence that it is not true. Okay, so the dispelling evidence. So for, again, we'll stick with carbs as bad, sorry carbs are bad so taking that negative um thought let's look at why that we might think that's not true well you you've eaten carbs you've eaten carbs and you felt fine you've eaten carbs and you haven't exploded or collapsed maybe you'd look at the fact that you know nutritionally carbs are necessary for your body and you know that um carbs give you energy you are aware of that nutritional fact maybe you'll look at the fact that even PTs these days, even people within the fitness industry are saying that carbs are necessary and carbs are not bad. So in fact, that idea that has been pushed through the demonising of carbs with specific diets and people saying carbs make you fat, maybe you look at it and think, well, that's obviously not true. People have accepted that it is no longer true. So once you've got the evidence that that negative thought is not true, and you have a new positive thought that you can reframe it with, all it takes is practice. All you need to do is to, every time you um, think of that negative thought, replace it with the positive. And when you replace it with the positive, you need to really feel it. So how would you feel knowing that carbs are not bad? 
knowing that you're allowed carbs, how would that feel? It might feel it might feel calming. It might feel freeing. It might feel amazing. That could be the best thing that's ever happened in your life. You're thinking this has changed everything. Instead of just writing it and reading it, I want you to feel it because those feelings are going to make the connection stronger and it's going to help internalize that new belief and help you move forward to that more appealing reality. So that's just one way that you can start your food freedom journey today. If you are a visual learner, which I am, so I can relate, I would be happy to send you that PDF from day one. If you're not ha- if you don't want to join the group, that's fine. If you want me to send you the PDF so you've got so you've got some visual to go along with it so that you can actually work through that reframe activity and start your journey to food freedom, just drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is in the show notes so you can go straight there. Let me know and I will send it to you right now because I want as many people as possible to start living that positive food freedom life. I look forward to seeing you again next week for another episode of Confidence Through Health. But in the meantime, if you have any questions or queries or even any suggestions of what you'd like me to cover in future episodes, head over to my Instagram and drop me a message. My handle is at fmcoaching, that is F for Francis and M for McGill or Foxtrot Mike if you are a stickler for the correct phonetic alphabet. Alternatively, if you are interested in finding out more about my 12-week coaching program, Confidence Through Health, you can book a clarity call with me directly from the link in the show notes. We can talk about your particular confidence struggles and then see how this program can help you get from where you are now to feeling food freedom and total body confidence. I will see you next week and I hope that you found this episode really useful and there's lots of tips that you can put into practice to start finding your body confidence today. I just want you to remember that your body loves you and it's time to start loving it back. So have a confident week and I will see you next time.